Welcome back to the AUD podcast, the Odd Pod. As always, I'm Dr. Tom Goyne. Thank you for coming back to this little corner of the world again. If you're new here, uh, we talk about the mashup that is clinical practice and practice management and the ways in which we can approach audiology so that not only do our patients benefit, but our practices benefit as well. Today, uh, I'd like to share my strategies for making Bluetooth easier to deal with in our practices. They are strategies that can improve outcomes for patients, which will in turn improve outcomes for your practice and take the focus off that quirky, unreliable wireless streaming technology that is Bluetooth. Now, uh, before we get into my thoughts on Bluetooth, a couple of reminders, uh, please subscribe to this podcast as it helps uh, other people with similar interests find it. Subscribing on Spotify really helps in particular. And so if Spotify isn't your podcast app of choice, subscribing or following the odd pod there is still a big help. It's just kind of how their algorithms work and we would appreciate it. And if you know of someone that would enjoy the podcast, please share it with others. You can send them uh, one of the links we have in the show notes and then they can subscribe uh, themselves. So... Bluetooth, the bane of existence for most audiologists. Remember the innocent days when we first heard of the idea of Bluetooth and hearing aids? And our initial reaction was that it was a good idea. It would help people utilize their hearing aids better from streaming to remote control apps. And, and as audiologists, we were excited that we weren't going to have to use uh, cables and wires that were constantly, constantly getting tangled up uh, to do the programming of these hearing aids. We were so naive, weren't we? Here we are in 2023. And even though Bluetooth has nine letters, it's become a four letter word for most audiologists. Uh, you know, to, to quote uh, Paul Rudd's Brian Fantana and Anchorman, it works 60% of the time every time. It's just unreliable. And as audiologists, we get frustrated when patients get fixated on the operation of the quirky Bluetooth feature to the point that they lose sight of all the benefits their hearing aids are providing outside of streaming and remote control apps. And Again, in the year 2023, that's a lot. We're, we're able to provide people with some great audibility, some decent noise suppression, and really improve their ability to communicate. And so it can be kind of frustrating. Now, to be clear, it is a feature and it is part of what the patient is paying for. So yes, it should work reliably. So I can get the frustration on their part uh, to a certain extent for sure. But we can't forget that a big part of our job as healthcare professionals is to guide the patient through their journey towards their better outcomes. And one way to guide them is to make sure that the primary goals or the original goals of the process or the journey are not forgotten. And so when I see uh, hearing aid patients, and I've been doing this for years, really, a question that I consistently ask them is what the hearing aids are doing well for them. It's one of the first things I ask them. It, it sometimes comes right after, how are you doing today? You know, th those initial pleasantries, I get right into it. What's going well with these hearing aids? You know, and we revisit the goals that they laid out initially. I might say something along the lines of, so originally, you know, you wanted to hear your wife better around the house. You wanted to get the volume down on the TV and you wanted to hear people in your car better. 
whether you're driving or the passenger. How's it going with those three things? Now, if all three of those things are going well, well then great. The patient is reminded of the things that are going well and, their, and how their original goals are being met. And it also puts the quirky Bluetooth or maybe something else, their slightly different or odd sounding voice into perspective. You're reminding them of what their original goals were and how they're being met. And oh, by the way, if they're not, well, now it's an opportunity for you to really get to work and address those concerns. Because again, those are the things that made them come in to see you in the first place. They were the things that were most important to them because it motivated them to take time out of their busy day or week to come in and see you. Now, to be clear, I'm, you know, again, I'm not advocating we should sweep their concerns under the rug and only focus on what is going well and forcing our patients to listen through rose-colored hearing aids, so to speak. No, we should help them, you know, smooth out the rough edges of their device's performance and make things as good as they can be, realistically. But we are doing our patients and our practices a disservice by losing focus of what brought them into our offices in the first place. What were the reasons they picked up the phone to come in and see us? And are we helping them with those goals? Keep the main thing, the main thing, as they say, and the quirks that come with hearing aid use will be less of a distraction. Now look, by doing this, we're still going to have to explain how Wi-Fi and Bluetooth aren't the same thing and how a new phone means a new pairing has to be done. But overall, your patients will be happier and in turn, so will you. Thanks again for listening to The Odd Pod. Again, if you like what you heard here, please subscribe or follow the pod, especially on Spotify. And if you really, really liked what you heard here, I'm available for more focused mentorship, support, consulting, and advice. Just send me a message through audpodcast.com or drtomgoin.com. I'd love to have a conversation. I always look forward to helping my fellow audiologists. So long for now. Thank you.